Hello? Can't fall asleep? Neither can we. Tune into our podcast, 2AM Talks, with Steph, Christine, Christian, and William, right now. Welcome back to our third episode of 2AM Talks. We had a fun time last session talking about online dating. It was pretty spicy, wasn't it? Today, we wanted to do something different. We know that there are many questions of female or male-identifying individuals that would help with insight into how they view relationships and in general. So we're getting more intimate and going to answer you with the purest honesty of what we believe. Just a disclaimer, we are only speaking for ourselves as two female-identifying and two male-identifying individuals and do not represent anyone else's view. This week is about the ladies. So all you gentlemen out there, tune in and see what you can learn because we sure will. Tune in next week for gentlemen's point of view. We will ask the ladies a few questions and they will answer to the best of their abilities and we can follow up with questions to get the most of their questions answered. Without further ado, we have our first questions. What do you look for, what do you look for in a partner more? Looks, personality, and why? Explain yourself. Ooh, okay, so I think for me personally, I look for personality. Like, I think if they have a solid personality, it actually makes them more attractive. But I can't lie and say that looks do have a factor, and they need to at least be, for me personally, what I perceive as, like, average and above. Yeah. What about you, Steph? I feel like for me, I'm more of a personality person, and I mean, a reason for that is that I think, and Christian probably relates to this, but for like the opposite gender, I don't really have a looks radar. Like when I see people, I don't necessarily think that they're like, like I can't really identify if they're good looking or not. They just look like a person. <laughs> and I feel everybody like- looks the same. <laughs> yeah, everybody is like, like the same, you know? Like as long as they look like average, I don't really, like I can't really tell like if they're like good looking or whatever I don't know if that makes sense um so definitely personality for me um but also like I think I find a person attractive when they have like a very awesome personality right and I think like Mm -hmm. within like a relationship personality is in the forefront more just because you know like in the long run people grow old they get ugly they don't necessarily like retain their looks forever yeah and like what you ultimately end up with or ultimately end up partnering with isn't really how someone looks but it is like you know the way they like treat the world I guess and treat you and I think those are like things that pull a lot of weight in a relationship but of course like I think like looking nice for each other and like keeping basic hygiene and putting in the effort to look your best for yourself and also for the other person is of course like something that plays like a factor it's just not as heavy of a factor in my opinion. Okay, so with that, I want to ask, what's your, like, ideal percentages when it comes to judging? Like, for example, someone might view, like, because I feel like everyone says it's all about personality over looks, but, like, realistically speaking, looks do play a factor. So, like, is it, like, 70-30, 60-40? Like, I just want to see your guys' opinion on that. No, mine, mm. and I think mine is 70-30, 70 being personality and 30 being looks. I think, like, for me if the guy like looks nice it's kind of like gravy right but it's not really like the make it or break it um so i would go with 70 and 30 um maybe even 80 and 20 i don't even feel like i've ever really like placed a super heavy emphasis like on the guys that i've dated or the two guys that i've dated previously Mm, i'm gonna be honest and say 
for me, it's like 60-40, like 60 personality and 40 looks. I think for me, looks isn't about like your like natural born beauty, but like how you take care of yourself. Like do you, if the guy works out and he's toned or like if he puts effort into his like fashion and hair, because I feel like for me, I'm like, well, I put in effort into the way I look and like the other person should at least give a little bit of effort into the way they look too. And I think like if I see someone, a guy that like really takes care of himself then that um, is definitely attractive to me too. But I wouldn't say that's like a deal breaker for me either. Cause I know that's like something that can always be like change versus personality is more like you're the natural way that you act. Yeah, I, I agree actually. Like, I mean, I think like a really big one for me, um, like entering post-grad, like my early twenties, um, heading towards my mid twenties, like being healthy and being fit, not necessarily fit, but like trying to be fit and exercising, which I guess like could be identified with looking good has become more important because that's like what I'm interested in, right? Like I'm interested in making sure that my body is healthy, that I'm staying in shape, not even primarily for like look reasons, but for health reasons. But I think having that attitude to like maintain yourself and also like you know, portray the best version of yourself to other people is, like, something that's, like, really important and very attractive that could be categorized in physical looks. Okay, for sure. So, uh, another follow-up question for you guys. Uh, When it comes to looks, how much does confidence play into it? Because I've heard a lot that, like, confidence, like, really does a lot. And to that point, when does confidence turn into, like, being cocky or something like that because I feel like being cocky is different from being confident and they can both have like very different effects when it comes to like first impressions or something I think for me like first of all I stand confidence in both females and males like you should be confident you work hard if you put in the effort then you should be confident because at the end of the day like you are your best advocate right I think cocky like when it comes off when it comes off as cockiness is when the person thinks that they are better than you like Mm, instead of being oh like you know I work out and I'm happy with that they're like oh I work out so I am more fit than you like if you're confident you're confident for yourself cocky is like when you start I guess having like that comparison Um, yeah or even they think they're better than other guys or like they'll brag about like ooh, like, I did this internship here, so, like, blah, 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 or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that that are very, like, kind of, like, superficial, you know? Yeah, like, when it turns into, like, a competition game. Yeah, Um, But I think confidence is, like, very hot in any individual, like... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you want to be with... Or being able to see, like, a person, like, feel happy with themselves, like, that's something that's always Mm -hmm. going to stay attractive. Like, as long as you're not putting down other people... But, like, if you can be proud of yourself, then that's definitely something that's, like, really attractive. Thanks, ladies, for the insight. really opens eyes um, to, like, how we see, like, potential relationships. Um, like, after that, um, what did you think, what are signs that you think um, that you look for to see in a guy if they're interested in you romantically or sexually? Like, what we perceive yes. from a guy? signs you think like either romantically or sexually do you see signs that might be leading towards romantic like they have romantic feelings for you or like sexual feelings for you you know one or the other i i okay um first of all 
don't have enough experience to necessarily have a very conclusive answer about this. <laughs> but, um, and I think Christine and I are pretty much on the same page for this. But for my, um, I guess, limited knowledge, I feel like a guy is interested in you romantically when they are interested in who you are as a person. Like, when they call you attractive, and they say it's not just for your looks, like that's a part of it, but they are, are also like attracted to you because of your personality and the way you talk and the way you react. I think also like a really big one for me recently is when people or when a guy um, is interested in what you're doing in your life. Like, yeah, if they're, or if they're yeah, asking about your day. If they're asking about your day, if they're asking about like, how you feel at work and if there's anything like they can help you with if they're asking about like social causes that you care about if they're Mm -hmm. asking like if they're asking you about like yeah interests or hobbies like I I I admit that like I think physical attraction is like a really big part of I guess like that peak initial stage of like interest but when a person actually takes a day time of day to like get to know you as a person know your favorite flowers know that you like coffee know that you know like you're running like a business and you need help with x y and z i think those are things that come off as like they're interested in you romantically versus when it's just sexually it's very superficial right like people who want to just like have sex with you like they're not going to like spend a lot of time to like get to know you i think like some guys like will of course like spend the time to like get to know you and then you know have intercourse but uh <laughs> but uh like it's like if that if that relationship is purely physical and sexual like they're not going to like spend a lot of time on that they're going to focus a lot on more of like your physical appearances appearances and be like hey you look hot in x y and z and stuff like that and that's like i think that's like how i identify it at least yeah like i could be totally wrong and you guys would have to correct me and stuff but yeah i think especially with like romantically interested though I feel like it's really hard to tell for me at least like if the guy only sees me as a friend or like if he sees me as more because I think I'm just like bad at picking up signals but um and I could be wrong but I feel like guys are less uh vocal about their feelings (laughs) so like like they wouldn't I've I mean I've never had a guy compliment me about like oh I like your confidence or I like your scene I like or, your confidence I don't know <laughs> oh, thanks, but I think it's always like very very little signs like if they will like look at you for longer or like if they'll try to spend more time with me like if they'll initiate try to spend time with me then that's when I kind of pick up on like oh like maybe they're interested and that's why they're asking to like get dinner or like hang out or something and then with like sexually attracted to me or want to just like hook up with me I think it's more like you can definitely tell because they they try to get more physical with like touching or like leaning in and like you know but it's also like with like the I've never had like in a casual setting like just like you know on, on a normal day a guy just like come on to me it's more like in settings like at the club or like at the bar that like they'll like try to lean in close or like put a like touch me or something you know so I think it also depends on the setting. It makes it easier to like distinguish what's happening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, are we are we on the right track here? <laughs> I think we are. I think yeah. another thing to add on to that is the way a guy looks at you. And mm-hmm. I don't know, like maybe Christian, will you could like reinforce this? Yeah. But if a guy like looks at your face and just like smiles, 
I think that that's like romantically interested in you. They're just like looking at days. Yeah. <laughs> if they're just looking at everything else, then it's like you know, like sexual. Um, and yeah, I think like meaningful conversation, like in a nutshell, is what summarizes like romantic interest. Yeah, for sure. Um, I had a follow up to that. So this kind of ties into our last week's conversation about online dating. But like, when you get like a lot of matches, I feel like you get a lot of the same questions where it's like, oh, like, what do you do? Like, what you up to? Stuff like that. And I feel like my question is, do you ever feel like it's ever just small talk and it's not engaging enough? Because I feel like some guys worry that like, oh, like, this isn't engaging. This is boring. Like, this isn't fun enough. So they lose interest. Mm. I don't know if that's a fact, but like, I feel like that's a fear that some guys have. So they try mm. not to do small talk because they're like, oh, I want to stand out. I don't want to seem like every other guy. When you say like, like not do small talk, like what's an example of like you know not when, small talk? Because like, you know a question that I I don't know for sure, but I know like basically what I'm saying is you know when you have small talk with like someone in class and they're like oh like how was your day blah 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 they're was your like weekend what did yeah, you do last night yeah so like yeah, when think... someone in class asks that they're just like trying to be friendly and make small talk just to pass the time mm, okay. but like if someone on online dating says that I feel like there's so many people online and they worry about standing out from like the hundreds of other people online that they don't want to do that and they want to do something bold to stand out and it might come off wrong so what's so is there ever a time where you feel like the meaningful questions might like not be invigorating enough or not grab your attention enough personally well sorry um i feel like well like I had a situation where once, like, a guy on a dating app I was talking to, he asked a lot of, like, really, really engaging questions, and I was like, wow, this conversation is, like, it's flowing well, he's asking a lot about me, he seems to be really interested in me, and then when I actually met up with him, all he wanted to do was, like, hook up, and, like, basically he wanted to, like, take me back to his place, so I was like, whoa, like, really thrown off (laughs) by, like, how different he was, like, online and in person, but I feel like it depends on like how you ask the questions because if like if you're a guy and say like you're asking me these small talk questions if you're like constantly responding and keeping the conversation flowing I don't feel it's as dry as versus like if you asked a question and then I responded but then you took another five hours to answer and then ask another question that's when I feel like it's kind of dry I feel like it's more about the timing of the questions and then whether or not like we can play off each other with our answers instead of just like a Q&A session, you know? Well, my online journey, online dating journey, like <laughs> de-escalated and I'm only talking to this one guy that I really like right now. Um, but to answer your question, in my opinion, I think small talk is okay at the beginning because that's how you start the conversation. But if your conversation is only filled with small talk, then it gets very dry and boring. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's sort of like my workplace, right? Like when I first started my job, everybody asks me, oh, like, what was your previous experience like? What, like, where, where were you like before, like the current company you are at? And when you have like 10 people like ask that, it starts to blend together, like who asked what? Because you keep answering the same yeah. thing, right? Yeah. I feel like it's a good starting point but i think i think definitely like you need to in order if you're really interested in someone you need to actually like dig 
deeper and ask questions that are more not insightful or like it doesn't have to be something like crazy like would you go skydiving or something like that right like, that was probably a horrible example but it's like <laughs> you want to ask questions that allows you to actually get to know the person um and i feel like that's what distinguishes like what's dry dry in quotations and what's not right like when a person is genuinely interested in getting to know you and those aren't questions that like questions like oh how's your day going and stuff like that might not necessarily like answer that like they're okay but it has to be like a good mesh for like the guys listening out there um what are specific questions you think starts like these like deeper talks um I don't know if you guys have any in mind, but it would be beneficial for us to understand <laughs> because some some guys, including us, sometimes I'd be a little bit too, um, you know, dense and we might think, uh, you know, asking these questions are actually the right way, but obviously it's not. So what do you guys think is like the question that kind of sticks out to you and you would say it will continue, you know, conversations and all I don't know if I have like a question off the top of my head, but I would actually say that like, I don't know if I'd be attracted to a guy that asked me a really deep question about my life, like right off the bat. Cause I feel like on Hinge or on any dating app, like I'm probably talking to like multiple other guys and it's like, I don't want to just like give all of myself too fast to someone that like have, I have no guarantee of like having anything more than a conversation with, you know? So it's like, I think for me, the most, enjoyable conversations I've had and the most connection I felt to someone is more of when they can like really carry the flow of a conversation and like they have a sense of humor like we can like banter with each other or like we can like play off each other's jokes I think that's when I feel a connection more rather than when they give me a deep question about like oh like what is the most happiest moment of your life or something you know like those questions I kind of just feel very like oh, I don't, I don't know why you want to know that about me, <laughs> you know, because it's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if this is making sense. It's like, I it, want it to get sense. to, no, I get it. Yeah, I, like, get it. I don't, it's not like I want to get to know you as a, in a deep level as a person. It's more like, I want to get to know how well we um, connect and like our chemistry, if that makes sense. Yeah. You don't want to like dive off the deep end. You want to like ease your way into it in a way. Yeah, exactly. Like I wouldn't ask deep questions unless we were like actually on a physical, like, date in person like i wouldn't do that over a conversation it, like text conversation so you say say for example it was a first date with a guy and he's interested in asking those questions and like would you be uh you just say that's too straightforward still or is that like you know more enjoyable since you're having that in-person connection instead well i think it definitely depends on the mood like and it depends on what we're doing too like I wouldn't just ask it out of nowhere, but if like we're having good conversation, I think it's more like deep com deep questions should be towards the end of the day or like later on as you're getting to know them. Like I wouldn't meet up with them, like for example, coffee date, that wouldn't be like one of the first five questions I'd pop, you know? Understandable, understandable. Steph, do you have something to say? Yes. <laughs> to answer your question, like the one before, this follow-up one um I'm a pretty open person so I actually don't really mind when people ask me like deep questions over text because like for me it's like I'm an open person therefore it's not hard for me to answer questions like what is like the happiest like I guess moment in my life and now that you're saying now that you guys are phrasing it like that 
I realized I was the person that on text was asking questions like that. So now I feel kind of self-conscious about it. I think this is just my personal preference. But I I don't think... It's different for everyone. Yeah, I don't think there's like a certain question that I like would attribute like good conversation to. It's more like when you ask questions like that for the answers how does that conversation continue to flow because if the if the whole conversation is just like some person answering a bunch of i mean asking a bunch of like weird questions and one person answering and you just hurry and like jump to the next question that's still not like a quality conversation right i think it's more like are you asking like the right questions that incite quality conversation from not just one person but the both of you like through those questions you are or through those answers to the questions you're able to find like commonalities or like reasons why you click and stuff like that and for me it like doesn't necessarily have to happen like in an in-person setting because personally for me like I don't want to meet up with someone unless if I like have like a very like I guess like detailed quality conversation over text because it's like text is like low involvement right but like meeting up with someone in person it takes like a lot of time so I think it could happen in either settings like for me personally cool (laughs) Thank you for answering. That certainly helps a lot. We we needed answers for those. Yeah, like us, yeah. sometimes like we don't. Sometimes we think a certain conversations go in a right direction, but sometimes it's not. Either we might be too boring or lackluster. Yeah, we bring too much, right? So yeah. it, I guess it really it, it's a lot of factors, as you guys mentioned. It's like different girls have different uh, yeah. openness and different reactions and stuff like this. So I guess. You know, for guys out there, he's gonna he gotta work at every single direction. Yeah. The viewpoint. I mean, just like be yourself. You know, like don't try to yeah. play too many games over text. You know, like just let it yeah. flow naturally. I think yeah. is the best advice I'd give. Also, like I feel like you know, at the end of the day, there's no right or wrong way for like text or in-person communication. It's kind of like how I like asking like insightful questions, and that's not necessarily like wrong, right? But the whole process is that you find someone who's also like willing to reciprocate and enjoys that back like and on the same I, wavelength. Yeah, on the same wavelength so yeah i don't think there's like a right or wrong form of communication everybody functions differently you just got to find the right person mm-hmm. so if you guys are still looking out there keep on looking sometimes i'll be the right person you know it might not might not be bad might not be good but keep on going you know uh, going to the next question christian um yeah, I'll, I'll ask the next question. So next question is, is it too straightforward if someone wants to ask you out or do you want them to be straightforward? In other words, do you enjoy the chase or would you prefer making your intentions clear? I hate the chase. Oh, same. I 100%. If you don't ask me out, I'm never going to make the first move. Oh, I would make the first move, but what, can you like define what you mean by chase? Because, okay, you go. Oh yeah, so so I guess like the chase, like for me, is like game, like playing games, because a lot of a lot of people mm. dating kind of have this like you know you have to kind of be mysterious or be hard to get or like have these like hook bait and lures in order to like. Get oh my god! In. Yeah, no, I hate the chase. Um, no, I'm so nice. bad at playing games. Yeah. I I can't. Wait, it... just to be clear, like by by being straightforward. I think they're like I don't necessarily like associate straightforward with being asked out right because it's like you could totally meet up with someone and like I guess like date them to like know them but not be like exclusive or official for a period of time but you do it in a way that's like very candid and straightforward so that it's not like quote-unquote like the chase or quote-unquote like a game right 
Yeah. Like, I think for me, like, I value straightforwardness in general. Like, by straightforwardness, you don't have to ask me out, um, but let me know, like, your intentions of being here, how you genuinely feel about me, and how you see it heading towards in your, like, hopes and plans or whatever, right? Um, but hands down, straightforwardness. Um, I don't see the purpose of games. We're all, like, adults by now. Like, I don't have time to waste on figuring out, like, <laughs> how long I need to wait before I text you. I don't understand why I can't text you immediately if I want to text you immediately, and you should be able to text me immediately if you want to text me immediately. And if someone's going to judge over that, also the dumbest thing is double texting, okay? I don't understand why double texting is like a big thing. I double text people all the time, and I don't think twice about it. So that's my answer. Emotional already. Okay. (laughs) Thank God you said that. (laughs) Props to you, Steph. I feel like you're very, you're a very straightforward person, and I really admire that. Because I think for me, as much as I want to be super straightforward and like upfront with someone, like it's re- it's really hard for me to admit my feelings for someone if I really like them. Like I'm talking like not from like dating apps because dating apps you're just there to like date, so it's very obvious. But I'm talking about like if it's someone I've met through a friend or like through a class or something like if I like them I get so scared to like show my feelings that I feel like I almost like shut them out of my mind but like yeah I think for me I'm I'm the type of girl who like I don't think I'd ever have the balls to like straight up ask someone like will you go out with me or like tell them like hey I like you you know so I'm definitely the opposite and like I sometimes also think too much about texts where I'm like, oh my god, he texted me this, <laughs> what do I say back? Or like, oh shoot, like, you know, I asked him to call last time, so he should ask me to call this time, you know? So I, I guess I do play a little bit of games, but that's just because when I like someone, I like tend to really overthink it. Oh, I know, like, okay, I, I definitely, like, I think I'm quite straightforward but also like those things that you mentioned like I definitely still subconsciously think about too right like I don't (laughs) want to be overbearing especially if I like like someone um yeah I mean it's hard I think like when you like someone in general it's hard to like put yourself out there like emotionally and vulnerably right like you don't want to be the person that's always like making the first choice like you want it to be like a two-way thing um but yeah I mean I think like when I was talking about straightforwardness I was just saying how like if someone doesn't like me, then I want them to, like, say they don't like me. I'm okay with that versus, like, running around in circles. Um, oh, with, like, ghosting or, like, yeah, and, texting back. Yeah, yeah, and if someone, like, wants to, like, hook up with me, just say you want to hook up with me. Like, I don't really care that much. Like, so mm-hmm. I think that's what I meant. But, I mean, like, also, like, I don't, like, I think, like, for texting games, like, of course I, like, analyze, like, a bit, like, what like, the person is texting me, like, first of all, I'm a marketing major, that's pretty much my job, um, (laughs) and, yeah, like, I mean, like, of course, I think a lot about it, but I wouldn't, like, I guess, like, waste time and stall just to, like, get someone to, like, like me, it's, like, if I want to text someone, I want to text someone, and that's, like, they don't like it, they don't like it, the end. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, next question? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Laura, thank you for the insight. Um, it really helps again. Uh, Christian got really emotional with that too. <laughs> oh, okay, when oh, when Steph mentioned the uh, double texting and the responding immediately, I like I assume you guys are the same way, but I know like for most guys, like I've definitely told Will when someone texts me, I'm like, dude, do I respond now or do I wait five minutes? I know it's so dumb, but like what Christine was say- saying about the over texting, like 
it's yeah. it's a dumb way to think but like you think the worst thing possible and then you're like especially oh, I don't when there's receipts <laughs> you yeah. don't want oh to see God, that yeah. you you want them to see that you read it yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. like the online stuff guys <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it struggles it's both on the women and the men's side you know um so i guess going to our next question uh, going off topic from most of that i think this goes more into like adult life and like how you uh find a relationship within like you know your adult careers um so would you date a guy or even marry a guy who like would make less money than you and like would a man's annual salary be any factor in your relationship why or why not yes to both um my reasoning is i don't care if a guy makes less money than me because i am i i like i first of all like i went to college to expand on my career if my salary is more than my like husband's or like boyfriend's i should be happy about that like i worked my ass off so why should i like why should i find someone whose salary is like more than mine i think like rather than focusing on salary like having like a person who's interested in their work, who's hardworking, who's passionate, who does ethical work and has ethical viewpoints, that's way more important than like, like a guy making more money than me. Like, I don't need that. And I feel like every female should function with the mentality that you can and are capable of financially supporting yourself. Like, you don't need a guy that necessarily like makes more money than you in order for you to feel like safe or secure like it's a plus i guess like it's an extra gravy on top like who doesn't like more money especially like in the bay area right like everything here is so expensive but i wouldn't necessarily be like oh this guy makes less money than me um i'm not gonna date him i think i would like place way more emphasis on whether or not he was hardworking and passionate about what he does mm-hmm. however to that yeah however like when for annual salary being any factor in a relationship in my opinion relationships especially long-term relationships should head towards like marriage and in this specific case like it would matter to me if for instance he was like lazy and just didn't want to work at all like if he didn't have like any sort of like financial like bearing for himself and he wasn't like financially independent in that case i feel like that doesn't financially like make sense for me and it's like within like a relationship and a marriage you two should be equals right so that's why like going back to like my answer to like the first part of the question it's like you want to find someone that's hardworking, and as long as he's hardworking and passionate and is willing to like own up to his part regardless of how much he makes as long as he does something and makes something that's all that matters to me mm-hmm. i totally agree i think like especially because like um like my stage of life where I am right now is like I'm just like getting into the workforce so like and I feel like the guys that I'm dating in my age range are also like you know just getting into the workforce too so like I don't expect them to have like you know like six figures or whatever but it's definitely like the passion and like the hard work and their ambition like if they want to do more or if they're just like you know settled in their spot and they're like okay like this is fine because I feel like someone who has ambitions and has goals of like what they want to achieve in life that's definitely more attractive than like what currently their salary is right now um because I think yeah I definitely I was on a date with this one guy and he like straight up admitted to me he was like yeah I kind of have like a lazy personality like 
I like dropped out of the pre-med route because I'm too lazy for it to be a doctor. And that was just immediately such a turnoff to me. Like, not because he wasn't a doctor, but because he like admitted that he was a lazy person. And I just like, I don't know, like I'm pretty hardworking too. And I like want someone to be able to match that, you know, and like inspire me to do more too, Mm -hmm. instead of like, not like drag me down, but like, you know. Also, like, laziness and, like, wanting to, like, take breaks is totally different things, right? I'm not saying that you should, like, be a workaholic and, like, throw yourself only into work. Like, there's other important things in life. But at the end of the day, like, I view it as career growth, right? Like, Mm -hmm. if a person makes, like, 80K now and they're just willing to settle for that, but a person who's making, like, 60K now is, like, willing to, like, work hard and, like, do something about the stuff that they care about then in the long run like I feel like that person would make more money and at the end of the day it's like the mentality they bring to the table right like you don't want to be with the person who's just like willing to settle at any stage like you like caring and like being ambitious those are things that are you know attractive in a person so that was like the long route to your answer yeah, I, I definitely appreciate you guys asking that question, uh, uh, mostly because it kind of ties into my follow-up question, and this comes more personally towards uh, me, uh, or like, you know, what I look in for a relationship, right? Um, it kind of plays into gender roles. Are you uh, ladies uh, fine with um, having, like, the male, your, your husband be the one who cares for the child rather than you, you know, like, you know, the, the old, like, gender, gender roles where, like, the, the woman stays at home, be the caretaker, where while the man goes to work, right? Would you uh, girls rather have, or ladies uh, rather have it the other way around, where, you know, you ladies will be the ones who will make the dough in the house and have the man be, you know, the caretaker, the housewife, you know, is that, is that normally accepted? Do you think that, oh, you would have that as, you know, um, a significant other? First of all, I think Christine and my answers are going to be very <laughs> skewed and biased because we have very, like, I guess, like, not necessarily modernized, but we have, like, similar appar- uh, opinions about, like, raising children and children and marriage in general. And we've, like, had conversations, like, offline about this as well. Um, personally, for me, I have no issues with that. First of all, I suck at cooking. It would be great if someone just took up the cooking and I like children, (laughs) but I have no clue how to take care of children either. And I feel like having like having that trade off to like be able for both people to do things, those types of things, like a switch between those generals are, you know, I feel like it's cool. Also, like I grew up in a household where my mom was bringing in all the dough and my dad was the person that stayed at home and like cooked and clean and drove me to like badminton games and all that stuff. So growing up in that, I didn't feel like there was any issue. And my dad, like he works now and he worked before, but he he stayed at home like definitely more with me and my sister than my mom did. Like I thought it was really empowering to be able to like grow up with role models like that and see how I guess like the duality that my dad like as like a male can have within the role that he plays in a home and in society. Yeah, I agree. I have definitely no issue with it. But I would say, as a 22-year-old right now, I'm definitely not thinking about marriage and children. (laughs) So this is definitely a thought and question for future me to worry about. So, but yeah, as of right now, I have, like, no issues with it. Thank you guys for your answers. I just want to give, like, a quick possible insight to how guys might view it. 
I'm not speaking for all guys, but it's possible that for some guys who do, I know that I used to think like this, we're like making less than a woman, like normally we wouldn't care, but maybe it gives off the, the thought that like you're insignificant or like you, you don't do well because of those gender roles. And I think it's like a point of toxic masculinity. And to that mm -hmm. end, within friendship groups, like with guys, we love to make fun of each other. And sometimes it's in good fun, but sometimes it gets to the point where like you do it so much where you start to question your own self-worth and like something that like, it's not meant to be toxic or anything like that. It's all meant for good fun, but eventually it can hit a point where it starts to make you think about things, think about your worth. And then someone who might be like not as secure in himself might start to question their role and like force these toxic roles onto you. I'm not saying that like, I'm not trying to give an excuse for it. I'm not trying to like say it's okay. I just want to like give like a quick perspective onto how some guys might think. Mm -hmm, for sure. Too. And um, sorry, I cut you off, Christine. Um, but uh, I still want to play in that too, because um, for me, I grew up uh, having a lot more of feminine traits, if that is technically like a, a role that people say um like uh for example you know cooking cleaning or you know uh caring having feelings stuff like that you know all plays in like the, the toxic masculine masculinity and uh you know a lot of guys who are raised um they are set from that mentality and like they just really push that ideal and then they make fun of you when you have these so-called um you know feminine traits we are not really feminine at all they are just natural things that um that you know emotionally you should be open up to and not many people see that that's why i ask that question because a lot a lot of guys uh think it's wrong to have the woman be the one making the money in the relationship well i think the opposite way like i i'll be a great like father i i'll like i'll damn like you know cook i'll damn, like uh take care of the kid and you make the money and then i'll uh, you know give you all the love and support that's the that's that's the most i'll i'll do right um, but my, my, not other guys see it that way. I never, I never met a, any or like, very, I met very little guys who really think that way, and uh, it's kind of sad uh, to see that because, um, you know, every guy wants to be like, you know, chase the bag, you know, grab that bread. They don't say about you know, let the woman grab the bread and you be the supportive ones in their life. Like no one says that at all, and it's kind of disheartening in a sense. Like, is there any chance for someone like that to find someone who would? Um, be accepting of that you know well for okay first of all like whoever tells you guys that having feminine traits is wrong don't listen to them because like toxic masculinity is so bad and toxic masculinity isn't even built on just forcing males to like believe that they have to act a certain rigid way to satisfy society it's also the basis on why like gender inequality exists right because of the concept that guys have to be like the breadwinner have to be like the strict like i guess like family like enforcer females are like i have also like consequentially like suffered and have like very like i guess like like more like domestic like roles within like homes right but i i genuinely feel like in today's society very very few people or at least i hope you know like it may be like a bay area bubble i don't think anyone will be like oh you have to 
be like the breadwinner you have to be like etc in order to like be in a relationship like i think females nowadays have become so much more proactive about their careers and the things they want to prioritize that a lot of women and girls are a lot more accepting towards their male counterparts being someone who takes care of the home and there's nothing wrong with that like and i think i like experienced the opposite thing where like for instance will like you maybe you like grew up having like feminine traits like more instilled in you i was the opposite because i'm the oldest in my family and in chinese culture the oldest in a family like if it's not a girl like I mean, if it's not a guy, the girl has to take care of, like, everything, right? So I was told, like, you have to be the role model. You have to be the person that, like, makes, like, money. You have to be the person that, like, if there's a funeral, you're the one, like, taking care of it and not crying. Um, and, you know, like, I think that if you find someone that balances that out and is able to appreciate that, that's all that matters. Like, personally, for me, I'm not that great at cooking. I would love to date someone who, or marry someone who can cook, um, who like we have like an equal trade-off in like taking care of like children and I don't think you should like shy away from the idea of wanting to like assume a role like that it's not wrong at all um and toxic masculinity is a social construct that has really like oppressed both males and females so be confident in you know the role that you want to take within your future relationships and own up to it because there's nothing wrong with whatever you want to do Wow, snaps to that stuff. I agree with everything you said. Pop I off, queen. I can add. Pop <laughs> off, queen. Um, but yeah, if you had nothing, you guys have nothing else to add, um, honestly, um, that's really insightful too. Uh, like it's reassuring for all those guys out there, and you know, there's many different um things that goes into how you're raised and such like that so as you know uh, culturally you know your ethnicity your background your environment social economics that we don't want to go into all of that you know y'all know the deal <laughs> um but i guess um to move on as the episode's coming to close a question that we would like to end off is um what are some ways that girls flirt with guys and which method do you know work and are noticed by guys and which ones don't? I'm sitting up and I'm taking notes for this one. Please give me all the details. <laughs> Ignore everything. Oh my God. I just want to start off by saying I'm so bad at flirting. So I'm so bad at flirting know. too. I think you're asking the wrong people. Asking the wrong girls. But I can I, I, Literally, I, can I had a conversation with both Christian and the Will like two weeks ago about what flirting was. I had to like ask five people in order to understand what they were trying well, to do. Well, let's say. see what you yeah. learn and bring it here. Oh my god. So like I'm the type of person who I can only jokingly flirt with close friends. But like the moment that I have to try to like actually flirt with someone, I'm like fuck I become the most awkwardest person ever but Same. I think my my go-to I don't have like go-to moves but I think like um definitely laughing a lot at their jokes um am I just because like it's like a nervous thing for me I laugh when I'm nervous but like if they make a joke I'll try to laugh and like you know hype them up a little bit make them more confident or um like little touches like you know brushing your shoulder against each other or like you know, little things like that. I'm, I don't, I'm not one to go for like big moves because I, I, I could never, I'd get way too embarrassed. 
man, I don't know. How do I flirt? <laughs> okay, I think I think for me it depends on the level of like flirting the other person is doing. Like I don't really initiate flirting because first of all, I think it's like kind of cheesy sometimes if you're just saying stuff that you don't necessarily mean. Like it's different. Like if you're flirting and you mean it, right? But, like if, you're, if you don't mean it, then I'm like. What's the point of me giving you these fake compliments? No one needs any fake love. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I mean, like, I think the way I flirt over text is more genuine, where I'll just be like, good morning. And oh, have a nice so day. Whoa. Bold. <laughs> good night. Good night. And sleep well. Um, does that count? I don't even know if that counts. I think saying someone looks cute is like a method of flirting. How about like in person though? Like let's say it's not- In person for me, I think flirting comes in like body language for me a lot in person. Oh There's yeah, definitely small things. Language. I think one that all girls have used, oh, I forgot my jacket. <laughs> oh, okay. I've never straight up said, I've never, okay, I've never done that because I always bring a jacket with me. Especially yeah, I always bring a jacket weather. with me too because if a I've guy doesn't have a jacket, I don't want to deal with being cold. Uh, but I feel I like my it's second a, jacket. It's like yeah. if in the situation that like all those things align, it's like oh, I'm so cold. I think that's like a very universal way of flirting. Um, yeah, I, I, honestly, or just like um, I think when you're walking me, down the street together, and mm-hmm. instead of like walking like this, like this is how. Sorry. Um, in order to like describe it, like instead of keeping like two inches apart, which is basically how Christian and I walk in the park, um, like y- you like bump into each other, like as you walk, yeah. like, or you let your fingers like brush against each other when you're walking. I think like, or, like that I do um, is that I try to look, I try to smile more. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I don't smile know. Smile and laugh. Yeah, like, smile eye and laugh more. I think, I think some me, girls also trip... will like smack you, you know? Oh yeah, like they'll like- Oh, you're over. so <laughs> <laughs> My trick though is like, I get too nervous looking someone actually in the eye. So I'll look at like their eyebrows. <laughs> and then I think to them it makes, it's like close enough that it looks like I'm looking them in the eye, you know? Um, yeah. I think Those... for me, because I'm short, I tilt my head a lot. I don't know mm. if that makes sense, but it's like, mm-hmm. hmm? I, I don't know, like, maybe people think it's cute. I don't know. I might look like a clown, actually. God knows. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, like, basic things, too. Just, like, trying to hold hands. Yeah. I know I have friends who um, their way of flirting or acting around guys they like is, like, making fun of them a lot. Because <laughs> um, I know there's, like, other types of personalities out there. People do, like, different things. But yeah, I guess me and Steph are just very basic because we're bad at flirting. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know about flirting. Like, I, I, I'm, I think I'm a more of like genuine compliment type of person. Like everything that I say, I'll mean. I don't feel the purpose of like saying things just to incite like a specific type of like reaction. I think saying stuff that I actually mean and genuinely feel is worth much more but I can kind of understand the flirting hype I guess I feel like my flirting comes primarily in body language mm-hmm. I, I think yeah stuff. for me it's either <laughs> body language or like if I'm comfortable with them and like my personality meshes with them then like um I'll ask questions to show that I'm, that I'm interested or like 
I'll like make Have you ever like jokes. tried to kiss someone first, Christine? Have I tried to kiss someone first? Yeah. Um Oh you can I'm kiss them on the cheek. I feel like that's another type of flirting. No, I'm gonna say no. I've never tried to kiss someone first, but I've noticed that when guys lean in more, like if we're sitting next to each other and talking and they lean in more, then I take that as a sign that like you know, like if they put their face face closer, then I'll definitely like if I like them, then I'll definitely like kiss them back. But I don't think I've ever tried to initiate it because I'm I tend to be very like I'm less comfortable with like physical touch unless I'm like very close to someone or I'm actually like very very attracted to them. That's the only time I'm like comfortable with physical touch. I think those are valid. Um, mostly just everyone has a different way of like reciprocating like stuff. Christian has something to say though. Can, can I just say that okay the the methods that you guys talk about like the uh like what Seth said about like walking next to each other and like accidentally like brushing into each other or like the hands touching or something like that I don't know if it's all guys but I feel like a majority or at least half of the guys are like really dense and we don't no okay because for me if any girl like were to bump into me repeatedly and then be like oh sorry I'm so clumsy I'd be like damn bro just walk straight it's not that hard (laughs) No, no, I, I know this because yeah. that one time Christian and I went to the park together, like, okay, no, I wasn't flirting with Christian, but this Whoa. is like, like, no, I wasn't flirting with you at all, like, like but, I, but it was just something that I noticed, right? Um, like, we were, like, sitting on a bench, like, looking at, like, this, this sounds so romantic, it's not romantic at well, all. If you There's can't fun. walk in the park with homies, then I don't want to hear it. <laughs> anyway, like, we, we went to the park together, and we, like, we were just talking, because it's, like, COVID time, so I was, like, what can we do, right? And we were sitting on the bench, and basically, like, at some point, I just got tired of, like, looking out in the ocean and talking, even though Christian was, like, like, I wasn't looking at him and talking, I was, like, staring at the ocean and talking, and I was, like, why, or not, not the ocean, sorry, the lake. I was, like, nice why lake. I, I was, like, why am I looking at the lake and talking? So, like, I, like, at some point, like, in, like, in, not a flirty way, but, like, an example, I, like, turned and sat on the bench, so I was facing Christian, because I was, like, I should look at Christian and talk. Christian just sat and stared at the lake the whole entire time. I don't know. It was a nice <laughs> lake. Like, there were, like, geese there. See, that's the thing. Guys don't notice things like that, because we're simple-minded. Like, oh. if you go on a walk and you're, like, oh, sorry, I keep bumping into you, then they're just, like, oh, they just keep bumping into me. Okay. You're, like, this idiot. Like, yeah, so it's like, what, dude, just walk sense? straight. <laughs> Out of all the things that me and Steph said, what are what is one that you actually notice? Or is none of the things that you said something okay. that you would notice? Okay. I feel like candidly, if I told Christian, oh, I'm so cold, he would just be like, we're going to be in the cars. <laughs> just what? Why did you bring a jacket? Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, bro, don't you look at the weather? Come on. <laughs> I think some ways, well, at least like that I notice, I think that's the easiest is the physical contact. So like, where mm-hmm. like they lay, like if, we said the hand face. brushing thing. Yeah, no, but like that can be me and Will accidentally hold hands. Like, come on. <laughs> so I straight up like I reach for a hand. And yeah, you you, you have to if, if if your hands out there, you have to grab it, firmly grasp it. <laughs> assertively, <laughs> not assertively, but just like make the like you brushing our hand. We're just gonna be like, oh, it was and an it's accident. not flirting. It's like making a move. This no one is flirting. We don't know Wait, this. Okay. 
But to be fair, one time I was walking close to a guy and I let my hand brush his and then he like held onto my hand because well, he he's, got he's the smarter. Hand. He's smarter so... than a majority of us. So I will give him that. Man passed the class. I don't know what class he's taking, but I got to take it. But honestly, yeah, I... you do. Talking <laughs> <laughs> to guys too, like me. Buy together because we're just like talking and all, and sometimes we just touch each other accidentally, and then we'll just like make jokes of it, or sometimes we don't even uh, talk about it just because you know it's just normal. But, yeah. but if it's but if it's platonic, like with the opposite gender, you you keep extra tabs on it. Right? I feel like I keep referring to like me and like Christian, but that's because like that's the most recent hangout I've had like with a guy with like <laughs> with a guy friend since COVID started. But it's like for instance when like. Christian and I walk down on the street. Christian literally standing like a feet away from me. He's like, he's like, so. They're lucky it wasn't six feet. <laughs> <laughs> but you like, like I feel like with females, like or the opposite gender, like you're more like insightful just... about it, right? Like you wouldn't. It's like when Christian and I hang out, he doesn't even stand remotely close for me to even like brush his hand. I literally have to be like, <laughs> like stick my arm out in order to, in order to touch him. So it's like I think they're. I don't think it's, I don't know. I feel like it's definitely a combination of different factors, I think. Like, um, I, I think with, like, my guy friends, I definitely don't act as, like, giggly. <laughs> or, like, um, there's, like, touches that are platonic and then touches that are more suggestive. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I my think. face gets really red when it's, like, with someone I like and I become, like, much more... If any of you guys meet Steph in person, take notes. Take notes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I think something to go off of that. Um, I know you ladies mentioned this in the beginning, but the look. What does the look mean to you? What what does a, what what is a look? What kind of look does a guy have to give you to like know that you know? Oh, he he kind of has interest in me. Or do you guys, do you ladies don't know what the look is that you want? What kind of look? Um, I, I don't know. know. <laughs> so, okay, I'm not going to classify it as one look, right? That doesn't make sense. But I, I think for me, like, one I experienced recently was when a guy just kept staring at me and smiling. Like, he's just looking at your face and smiling. And Yeah, extended. Me, yeah, it's like... Extended eye contact. Yeah, it's just kind of like... If he can just look at you and smile like that, it like I don't know. I don't even like know how to express like my it feelings in words. Like it hits, it hits different. It's like how like it makes you wonder how can and like of course like this could totally the guy could totally just be like I'm just smiling because you look funny, but uh, <laughs> in the context that I'm interpreting it as, it's like. It's like when a guy just looks at your face and smiles like that and you like can't stop smiling. It's like, wow, like what the heck did I do in this world to even like deserve to have someone like look at me and like smile like that, you know, like, like, I don't know how to express it. And it's like in those K-dramas, you know, the K-dramas and the two lead characters are like looking at each other and then the camera like pans around. <laughs> okay, I think that's it's like, much more not as dramatic, <laughs> like not as dramatic as that, but like the same feeling, but like more and it doesn't even have to be a smile. It's more like when a person looks at you and they just look at you and 
like you know their the... attention is on you and they're not being distracted like they're actually focused on you like they give off the feeling that they're so so happy to be there to just be with you i feel like that's that's like the look you know like when you comforting yeah like when when someone just looks at you and you and it makes you feel like wow like i'm making this person so happy just by being here that is for me the look and i think it's like really hard to come by um genuinely like in my past two relationships i don't think that i even like got something like that um and it feels really special and of course like it doesn't necessarily like translate to like a relationship or like commitment or any of that but just even having like that feeling where you look at someone and you feel like so so happy that they're there even if they're not doing like anything significant that's the look to me so sorry give us a moment we're we're crying (laughs) as you have our moment (laughs) so cute and sweet yeah Honestly, you described it pretty spot on. I feel like everybody looks different, so I wouldn't be like, oh, smiles, maybe he's frowning and his eyes are just like, I don't know, like, <laughs> it's just a vibe, okay? It's the vibe that's important. And it could be misinterpreted, so guys, like, you could totally think it's the look when it's not, just to be clear. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I I personally like her uh, two answers, mostly because that's, like, the look to me is that, I know there's other uh, descriptions of the look where, you know, it's kind of like a flirting type of thing where you kind of look at them, you know, kind of look up and down, like, and then give them a smile, you know, kind of give them Yeah, if you're batting your eyelashes, it's not the look. I'm just saying. Well, not, not batting your <laughs> eyelashes, but, like, you know, looking at you, like, uh, like much just, like, looking at you and, like, of admiration and then, like, smiling just because of, like, in a flirting way, though. Um, but I believe a more emotional connection is what you have described, Steph, is like, um, you know, looking at someone and knowing, you know, admiring them and um, seeing them as who they are is the most important thing. And it's not even just, you know, just for, uh, you know, how guys uh, give that same look to girls. It's the same way. It's opposite the same way. Like, guys, we want to feel that, too. Um, and yeah. it us feel great, too. Uh, but yeah. Also, like... Like, I, I feel like it doesn't even necessarily, like, the look doesn't even have to necessarily be, like, correlated exactly to, like, romantic love, right? Like, I think it could be translated over to friendship, like, loving someone in a platonic way. It could translate over to, you know, like, having, like, a serious crush on someone, but you who haven't reached a stage of, like, loving someone yet. Like, I think the look is universal, right? It's just a sign of, like, I guess, like, the most genuine and most raw sense of, like, appreciation and like the happiness you feel when seeing someone so at least that's like what I associate with the look but also like on a deeper level at least for me like when I thought back to my past experiences of like romantic love like love is different for everyone and it's so so hard to pinpoint like what loving someone romantically is right like it's not it's not like loving like your sister or like your parents which is much more like sustainable and solid and foundational loving someone romantically is different right and I feel like personally for me the way I associate like how to identify like when you love someone is just when you look at them and you just feel so emotional looking at them because it's like wow like I I love this person because I like just seeing them do what they do it doesn't have to be like anything big and 
being able to like look at someone with like all those emotions like I think that is like the book yeah and something that I want to point out I think the look that Will was talking about versus the one you're talking about because the, the look that Will was talking about is more like looking the person up and down than giving a smirk or like a confident look versus the look you're talking about where it's like looking at their face and looking at, at admiration or like in an adoring way where like it's more like personality, emotionally investment versus like just physical looks. All right. Um, so I think we went on a lot of tangents there, but we've wrapped up all the questions we wanted to ask this episode, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, we asked quite a lot of questions in the amount of time we did. Um, and many of them are really insightful, mostly from you ladies. Really opened our eyes to some of the questions that were asked. Yes. Yeah. Thank you very much for your insights, your opinions. You've taught us a lot. Uh, just remember, <laughs> keep in mind, we are not speaking for everyone. We are just asking questions and answering them as two male identifying and two female identifying individuals. Uh, thank you all for listening. Please tune in two weeks from now to check out the girls asking guys questions. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to 2AM Talk. We appreciate your ongoing support to listen to our viewpoints of different topics concerning us in this generation. If you have any suggestions, questions, comments, or concerns, please let us know by emailing us at podcast.2amtalks at gmail.com. And if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram to keep up with new episodes and other announcements prior to the release of an episode. Both of the information can be found at the description of our podcast details on Spotify. Thank you again for tuning in. We hope you can fall asleep. See you again in two weeks.